Hi, Dr. Sears. I'm not sure what to do about my daughter. Hey, Dr. Sears. When I opened my baby's diaper, what came out really Hi, Dr. Sears. My kids refuse to eat fruits and vegetables. What do I do? I've been more terrible foods the last couple of days. Can I get your advice, Dr. Sears? Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Dr. Sears Family Podcast. How do I know it's morning? Maybe it's actually not morning. Is it? <laughs> it is I mean, morning. It is, in fact. It's morning for us. But who knows? That's true. You might be listening to this. Good afternoon. Uh, <laughs> at midnight on your way home from the airport. Or if something. that's the case, so. then we hope your next morning is good. You're right. Well, yeah, I was <laughs> thinking of future. Good, good next morning. I hope you have a good morning when you have to get to sleep. So, I am your host, Dr. Jim Sears. Did I say this is the Dr. Sears Family Podcast? I don't even I say know. That? I this hope is they know the by Dr. now. Dr. Sears Family Podcast. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Some people are going, who's calling me? Why did I, how did I, I didn't press that button. So, Why is my doctor calling Yeah, That's right. Next to me is my sister, co host, and a certified health coach, Hayden Sears. Hello. How are you? Good. Good morning. Great, great, great. <laughs> morning. <laughs> and, um, Sound man Matthew over there. Hi, little hey bro. Guys. Hello. Yes. So Hello. we are here to celebrate, celebrate the many joyful <laughs> moments. There's there's a lot of um, tongue twisters in that. It's true. You celebrate wrote it. <laughs> the many. That's good too. And then the joyful moments. Joyful there's two moments. different like oh joyful sounds moments. there. Joyful I always want to say joyful moments. <laughs> joyful joyful moments. <laughs> This is the episode where we try to draw out the beginning as long of as possible. Parenting. <laughs> Joyful moments of parenting. And um, hopefully uh, help you through yes. the ones that are not so joyful. Right. Like, uh, <laughs> I got are we tired? My doctor this morning or last night, my, my niece got mm. a text from my sister in law. My wife's sister is my sister in law, mm-hmm. right? So, anyways, her niece, I mean, this is a late, I think, uh, blank. Might have a UTI. She's doing this, this, and this. Mm. And uh, <laughs> I was about to go to bed, so I text her back. But then I think I fell asleep. Oh, no. And literally <laughs> didn't. And in the, in the morning, I'm like, oh, whatever happened. <laughs> so anyways. But yeah, that's so that particular niece actually <laughs> got to come over to that. Because this... This morning, uh, Jessica isn't doesn't isn't working. Is not in the office this morning, um, so she has time. So, and the niece couldn't go to school because she's got a fever. So suddenly, so I come back from my morning walk, uh, or I say walk, but it's it's a vigorous uh, hoof up and down the stairs down by the harbor. So I come home and um, my niece was there. I'm like, oh, that's right. Whatever <laughs> oh, happened? <yeah. laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, so I guess mom took her to urgent care. Yeah. Um, so, and uh, getting better now. So, all right. So that's what that's how what what happened to me last night. I yeah. actually, but I got a good night's sleep and woke up early and got a nice uh, walk out in the sun. So, good. how's your day so far? So far, it's good. Got the kids to school. Yep. Cool, cool. I um I had some last week. I had some pretty cool travel. I I went. I did a few lectures. One was in. Dallas, which I Dallas is cool because it's halfway. Mm-hmm. The next one was in Tampa two days later, so um, so I'm like going, well, shoot, Dallas, I could come home that night and then mm-hmm. go back, and then two days later go all the way to Tampa, or I could just heck, I'm in Dallas, and then just get to Florida a day early, mm-hmm. which I did, and so I it was cool. I got to I drove up to uh, Orlando, oh, hung out with my daughter. We, she took me to the new Star Wars mm-hmm. land. Which, Lucky. Yes. Oh, I'm dying to go. And we live in Orange County. We live by like is the other Star, Disneyland. Is there a Star yeah. Wars land here? Yeah, and it's open. But Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, A few months ago. Oh, I thought I was being all <laughs> like... Well, um, you got to like get let in. Probably, where is where is the it's Star in, Wars land? It's Disneyland. Disneyland. Really? Yeah. Oh, in Disneyland. It's not Disneyland. Disney. Not California Adventure. Huh. Uh-uh. I think uh, I've not been there. But. Yeah, no, it's at Disneyland. I I want to go so bad. In the Magic Kingdom. Well, mm-hmm. I guess that's yeah. In uh, in Orlando, it's in um, part of Hollywood Studios. Oh, cool. Which is kind of like that makes the, sense. Uh, the California Adventure mm-hmm. here. So I mean, it's pretty cool. I yeah. mean, just these full size. Like it really feels like you're in the. The movie, although it's interesting, they chose a new planet. It's not they said it's not like they're like, oh, this is going to be Tatooine or, yeah, or whatever. Whatever, that's mm-hmm. the only planet I can. Since I'm not a Star Wars fan, um, the uh, I almost said Star Wars. I mean, fan. But, um, the 
So I, you know, that's the only plan. Anyways, <laughs> they explained if they had tried to reproduce one of the actual planets Everybody from the movies. Everybody would nitpick it. Oh, they oh, would tear it apart. Bad. So this is uh, some brand new planet, Boo 2 or something like that. <laughs> and um, But then there's a lot of things you recognize. So we went to the cantina. Oh, fine. Remember the uh-huh. cantina thing? Had the music playing. They had yeah. the music playing. Where Han shot first. <laughs> right, right. Oh, Han right. shot first. You go in there and, and you're there and... And uh, we, the waitress comes up to us and asks, hey, what, what would you guys like to have a drink? And I said, we are looking to book passage to Alderaan. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she gave me this look like, no, I've never... no, I'm not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. the first one to have long. said anything like that. So. Oh, I want to go. I want to take my son so bad. Yeah. Anybody out there, if I can make that happen, <laughs> so, message me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we did that. We did this, uh, some ride. Anyway, so it was pretty cool. So oh, cool. then I hung out at the beach all day in clear water, which uh, was really nice. It was nice and humid and hot and tropical and felt like I was in the Caribbean. So that was really excellent. And then that night, I, I it was funny. So it's like three in the afternoon. I'm like, oh, man, my lecture starts in a few hours. I really got to drag myself back to the hotel and shower uh-huh. and drive inland and I was like, oh, man, <laughs> I wonder if I could get the lecture moved to, to the beach here, <laughs> the you know, beach. that would have been uh, nice, but nope. So got that. And then, uh, those trips, the always tough part of this, those trips is getting home. I like to get home early. So I will take a seven, six thirty, seven a.m. Mm-hmm. flight, which that's East coast time. So that feels like four in the oh, morning boy. to me. So, you know, so I'm always just the zombie. I, you know, I get on the airplane, just go right back to sleep and then suddenly wake up in LA at 9 a.m. <laughs> ready to go for the day, kind of, if I had slept. Yeah. So anyways, it is now time for comments with Hayden. Yes. So we had a couple fun comments. Um, this was, this was about the episode we posted last week, right? I think we posted last week. Uh, where Jim brought in a McDonald's cup to the studio, yeah. and I called him out. <laughs> so um, Aurora Australia 81 says, a little McDonald's now and then is cherished by the wisest men, LOL. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Is it? Is it Which now? is, I mean, we've <laughs> talked about this. This is, you know, back when we were kids, going to McDonald's was a big deal. It was deal. a big deal. It was oh like my a gosh. treat. Like, it was because your little mom? league team had just won the, yeah. you know, finished their season or won the championship, or you... You know, got an A. You know, you passed your finals and something. You know, as yeah. opposed to nowadays, kids like it's, oh, a, it's man. a Tuesday. McDonald's you know, again? Like, oh, really? Going to do McDonald's again? <laughs> yeah. You know, so anyways. yeah. So maybe not. Not sure about that one, but thanks, Aurora. And then uh, Leanne sixty one says, Doctor Jim, loving listening to you this past Thursday evening at the Temple Terrace Golf and Country Club in Florida. Keep yes. up the great work. Oh, so she's oh, talking. That's what she I saw, was just talking about. Yeah, hey, she just how saw funny. your talk. Yeah, that's, oh, that's what great. I was talking about. Well, that's great. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys, for your comments. We love them. Keep them coming and add some questions in there. We love questions. We Ooh. did get a question nice. through the website uh, last week. Cool. Let's wrap up comments with Hayden oh. first. And that was comments with Hayden, except this next one is still a comment. Cool. But it's going to be okay, we'll have its moving own into, segment. well, the music's gone, so <laughs> okay, there's yeah. no more comments with Hayden. Okay, sorry. So it's over. Totally okay. messed that one up. But still. So this question is about you know kids being back in school, blah, 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 all, all the germs flying around. The mom feels like she might be coming down with a cold uh, or something, and she wants to know what are some good tips that can help fight it off before it grabs hold. Oh, I get that, co- I get that question all the time, whether it's from friends or moms or clients, they're like, oh, I feel that like tingling of a stuffy nose coming on. What can I do? I can't get sick. And I get that panic too. If I'm like, oh, am I getting sick? And so there, there are some things you can do kind of right away to just get that immune system going and get those, get your body t- to start fighting off whatever virus or infection is coming. So that's a great question. And I think, um, yeah, I kind of have like this toolbox that I... Yeah. I bring out when my kids say, I don't, I don't feel good. <laughs> yeah, and that's I, a lot of this the, um, you got to do before. I mean, there's you, you'll mm-hmm. mention some stuff you could kind of do when you feel it coming, but a lot of the work just comes from the weeks and months before cold season and just being healthy and mm-hmm. having a nice, um, I was going to say strong immune system, but I will kind of... Um, a healthy immune yeah, system. Yeah, balance. Because, we like we like this. Because ones. a lot of people don't realize those all the most of the symptoms of a cold um, 
like the cough and the itchy eyes and the runny nose and the and um, that kind of stuff. That's not really the virus itself. That's actually your immune system overreacting to the virus. So uh, you know, just having a virus in your nose it shouldn't really give you a runny nose, but it's the immune system going, oh, freaking mm-hmm. out, going, mm-hmm. oh, I hate this, I hate this virus, and just kind of flushing and, and, and causing the sneezing and the runny nose and all that kind of stuff. They're so, trying to get the virus out. Trying to get the virus out. Yeah. yeah, you could think of it that way. <laughs> but, but it's really the, the miserableness of a cold is it's your own immune system's fault for being mm-hmm. just over overdoing it. It's, there's been an analogy, and I'm, I'll, I'll try to think of the exact analogy, but uh, the... The immune system's reaction to a cold virus is similar to trying to rid your house of of fleas with a nuclear bomb. Huh. I mean, that's kind of <laughs> kind of what it is. Yeah, yeah there'd yeah. be much simpler, easy ways to deal with the fleas than mm-hmm. to blow up your entire house. But that's kind of what the immune system's doing. It just huh. blows up your head, and you're coughing, your all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. so having. Um, just a nice, balanced, healthy immune system that does doesn't does not overreact to stuff uh, will will probably make your cold symptoms just a little more mm-hmm. uh, a little less severe. Yeah. So, well, let's and let's start there. Like, I, I kind of think, okay, what are the basic? Maybe you know, not getting into the nitty gritty, like really really like next level stuff, but what are the basic things? Like, people know they're healthy when they do X, Y, Z, and I would. I would say, like, as a preventative going into cold and flu season. So well, this we is talk kind about of, that all the time. We, you know, we the do, we do, it. we talk it all the time. But let's just kind of run down real quick. So plenty of sleep, mm-hmm. plenty of water, lots of fresh fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Keep the sugar to a minimum. Keep the exercise going, and keep joy in your life and less stress. Right? Sounds good to me. Sure. Like if Try you kind of operate in that way most of the time, you're probably heading into this season with pretty healthy. Unfortunately, most people, I think, <laughs> wait till they start feeling cruddy yeah. to then, oh, I need to be uh, eating more fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. But by right. then, you're kind of <laughs> yeah, already it, off yeah. track. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. So right. just kind of like jotting those things down and having them be on your radar, I, I think is a great place to start. But then when you get that like feeling you're starting to get sick, there's, there's some great things you can do. Um, one of them is <laughs> right away, <clears throat> no more sugar. So sugary drinks, even like even fruit juice. Well, you know that there's some things good at that, like vitamin C and orange juice or other citrus juices. It's really high in sugar, so it's best to eat the orange. It's best to um, eat the food that has it rather than downing a bunch of orange juice, mm-hmm. for example. So, like when my kids start saying they don't feel well, they know what's coming next is <laughs> all right, <laughs> no more sugar. Yeah. So if they're like not wanting to go to school or this or that, and they say it's because they're not feeling well, they know that. That's going to happen. So that also kind of keeps them accountable a little bit to not maybe over exaggerate not feeling well because that gotcha. means a right. day of no sugar, a day of really healthy eating. <laughs> yeah, if, yeah. If there's a if there's a bit of a negative mm-hmm. consequence to staying home, you know, as opposed to like, oh, you're gonna you don't feel well, you're gonna stay home. Okay, good. Okay, well, here's eat these uh, fruity pebbles and yeah. let's get you some donuts. Oh, and you, you, know, you can watch TV ooh, all day. Hey, cool. Yeah, <laughs> so, I remember yes. when I was a kid, man, staying home was not an upgrade. <laughs> not an upgrade. <laughs> not, but you said something. Uh, oh, when I get sick, I mean, sometimes a lot of people will, you kind of feel yet lousy, right? Uh-huh. And so you, you want, you start craving Yeah, the comfort junk, foods. The comfort foods mm-hmm. and stuff. So, so if you can have that little discipline to be like, okay, I'm going to cut the sugar and, um, so cut, cutting the sugar, cutting like, you know, most unhealthy type things, caffeine, <clears throat> alcohol is a big one that really, really mm-hmm. takes a big hit to your immune system. Yeah. Um, and then upping all the good stuff. So tons of water, tons of fresh food, healthy fats, healthy proteins, you know, like we talk about all the time. Um, a couple things, uh, nutrients that are really good right away. One is zinc, for spe- specifically for colds and stuff like that that are respiratory-based. And elderberry. Elderberry is uh, has a lot of antibacterial and antiviral Much properties. Much better than the minor berry. <laughs> yes, ah, it has been around your a elders, long time. But elderberry. Elder so yeah, it's berries. products that have elderberry in it. And Real quick on the elderberry mm-hmm. thing, because my wife's all about that. Yeah. I went to the store to get a, a elderberry syrup or whatever, and I started looking at the different varieties I had. I was shocked. One the, one brand I, I looked at it had in the ingredients like added sugar. 
Mm-hmm. And it was, it yeah. was something like 16 grams of sugar oh, in the serving. Like, what? That's wow. yeah, exactly what you don't want. Right. So that would, that would be a good way to counteract yeah. the elderberry. So look, if you're going to do uh, elderberry mm-hmm. syrup or something, look for one that doesn't have any extra sugar. Yes, that's Definitely. great. And there's some great ones out there, low sugar ones. Of course, we talk about Juice Plus all the time. So in my family or, or my clients or my you know, people I know that have Juice Plus, the instant they start getting sick, okay, double your Juice Plus, which has elderberry in it. Um, so yeah, zinc, elderberry, um, I I do, I start gargling with salt water. That's Mm -hmm. something I start doing right away because if something hasn't taken hold of my throat, I just want to keep that clean and flushed out. I also will often use a neti pot. Now this is me as an adult. So getting my kids to do that is, that doesn't happen so much. But for me as an adult, I do not like getting sick. And I find if I do these things, it really does it just doesn't seem to take hold. And then I get plenty of sleep, like up my sleep, up my rest. Um, for me, I feel like if I can inv- invest some time and intention into not getting sick, it really, in the end, saves so much time and yeah, not getting right. sick. So Exactly. Um, shoot, you said something that made me want to comment. Now I don't remember what it was. <laughs> <laughs> when people think of vitamin C. Oh, but oh, I go guess ahead. going back to yeah. the alcohol... Um, you know, many people, oh, think uh, I, I'm getting, you know, getting cold. I'm just going to sip a little hot whiskey or something like that. Mm-hmm. When you've got mucus trying to get out of your chest, it, it's, it gets, helps get pushed out mm-hmm. by these tiny little microscopic hairs that are in lining your, your respiratory tract called villi. And um, they're just like little fingers that kind of flush, kind of rake the mucus out. But uh, alcohol slows those down kind of puts those things to sleep a little bit. Mm. So so that's, uh, you know, just uh, biochemically, that's why alcohol is not good. Oh, thanks well, for that. It dehydrates you. It does. Um, you want to, the more hydrated you are, mm-hmm. um, and this, it's funny, with uh, just this morning, uh, I have a, a parent who uh, was messaging me about the, the little four-month-old baby uh, caught the cold from the three-year-old mm-hmm. and you know, what can I do? And I, you know, there's not a whole lot you can do, especially that age, at that age. But one of the big part, big ones is hydration, mm-hmm. be hydrated. So, and that goes for all of us. So just drink. And that's kind of why I think chicken soup <clears throat> is a mm-hmm. nice thing. Um, cause it's, uh, it's soothing and there's just some good salt in there and mm-hmm. that will make you, uh, if you drink, if you take some extra salt, uh, you will drink more yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and get more water on board. Yeah. And for kids, um, if they want to have juice and stuff like that, diluting it half with water, that way they are getting some of that, you know, the, the sweetness and they want to drink it, but they're getting a lot of water or making popsicles. That way it's taking them a while to eat it. And it can be very soothing, especially if they have a sore throat mm-hmm. or a cold. Yes. Um, but yeah, just 100% fruit. A uh, big one is vitamin D. So uh, most people take, a lot of people take a vitamin D supplement anyway. And so if you start to feel sick upping that, I mean, several thousand um, I use a day even, you can take, yeah. you can bump that up for several days. Um, like, in, and if one person in my house starts feeling it, I kind of do that with everybody, kind of bump up. Most, many of the things I talk about, I start doing if one person in the house gets sick. Um, and... I thought you said 1% of the uh, house gets 1% sick. 1% of the doing house doing gets math. sick. Wait, wait, wait. Like, how how many people are in this? When how my hand feels work? sore. <laughs> <laughs> and then vitamin C. Okay, so vitamin C is in a lot of stuff. And we, we think of citrus fruits, but it's also in strawberries, which a lot of kids really like in eating or kiwis. So there's other sources of vitamin C. Of course, vitamin C is in Juice Plus as well. Um, and then your healthy fat. So getting a good omega in there to support to your body while it's trying to mm-hmm. fight for you is really yeah. good. So those are my top things. Cool. Is, uh, I don't know if you mentioned, is apple cider vinegar still a thing? Oh, yeah. Thank you, Matt. Absolutely. Yes, very antibacterial. Okay. So, But you got to be careful. So <laughs> I think my daughter, my 12-year-old, overheard me coaching somebody on the phone about apple cider vinegar. Oh, no. And she um, woke up in the morning and had a sore throat. And she's like, I'm going to like take a shot of apple cider vinegar. She oh, didn't hear geez. me recommend that you should dilute it. So <laughs> oh she, my gosh, because like, people put that on warts and it like irritates, irritates like the whole. heck out of the warts. So. And you and like I can take a shot of it because I'm used to it. I know what's going on, but like it's that'll surprise you. I mean, it's like taking a shot of alcohol, kind of. So yes, apple cider vinegar, but diluted, especially if you're a newbie or putting it in um, water 
uh, adding it into a smoothie is also good. So you good. could tell your daughter, that, you know, after she's, <laughs> you know, coughing and she spewing was. all the, the vinegar, that's just that's like just alcohol. alcohol. See, you so, won't like yeah, it. You won't like it. Like <laughs> you mentioned it's hard to get your kids to do a neti pot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, for sure, it can be pretty hard. One thing we did when uh, my kids were young, um, we just we didn't do the full neti pot. We just did this, the squirts, the, you mm-hmm. know, the, uh, the nasal saline mm. squirt in there in their nose. But we would buy two of them um, and make it a game. Oh, you know, yeah. Let them do one to us uh-huh. or one of us. You know, we'd pick. Mm-hmm. You know, my daughter would stick the thing in my nose and press the button and <laughs> it'd squirt. And then I'd do it to her, you know, and she kind of – we call it squirt squirts. And, uh, <laughs> That's and cute. That's a good I idea. Like it. And she, she thought it was a game and, and luck, you know, we got lucky in, in that realm. Yeah. She was able That's to a do really it. good idea because it can be kind of scary. You're putting something mm-hmm. in your nose or whatever if you have to put something in your ear. Mm-hmm. No, I like that. That goes for a lot of things. You know, if if the kids see you do something, they're more likely to want to copy you mm-hmm. or, or, you know, if you're the good example, then it makes everything go way smoother. Yeah. Speaking of neti pot, so my fiance, Terry, he, he had never really heard of one before. So it was a while ago and he was getting a cold. And so I brought over, like, I'm, I'm totally nerd, <clears throat> bring over my whole pack of all this stuff I've been talking about. And the neti pot was in there. It's like, what is that? I'm like, you've not heard of a neti pot? And so I'm like, I'll show you. So I totally get out the neti pot, set it up, start doing it. And he is laughing, he's taking pictures. I'm like, what? He's like, this is the sexiest thing ever, <laughs> which it's not. It's actually like the, yeah, right. the least sexy thing you ever saw. But he was thought it was hilarious. He He's like, I, I did not even know that was a thing. This yes. is That's really funny. very entertaining. Funny. <clears throat> I'm not sure if he actually ever did it, but he had um, he was very entertained. <laughs> so yeah, if you don't know about the neti pot, Try it. It's really yeah, interesting. Yeah, right. It takes a while but to get used to. You got to make sure you're using nice, clean water. Yeah. Follow the directions. Follow if you the dire- too much yeah, stuff the in there, directions. it'll really hurt. <laughs> um, uh, exercise. A lot of people mm-hmm. wonder: hey, Should I exercise? Should I not exercise? And there's a general rule of thumb that if the illness is from the neck up, like sore throat, runny nose, that kind of stuff, itchy eyes. If it's all up, just up in the head, it's fine to exercise. If it's if you're kind of have the full body aches or pretty extreme cough, difficulty breathing down in the chest, so below the neck, mm-hmm. then you should probably lay off the exercise. Yeah. So, so there you go. Interesting. Sleeping, yeah. getting Sleeping. sleep is huge. Have you ever <laughs> noticed uh, if you have a cold um, when you wake up when you finally you finally hopefully get to sleep that night and you wake up in the morning for those first maybe five and a half seven seconds you don't have any symptoms. You ever notice that? Yeah. And then it, and then you're like, huh? You look around, and then the nose starts to mm. to s- get itchy and swell up, and the the goop, the uh, the the runny nose starts. You, 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 have I, you noticed I'm not, that? Not really. Not really yeah. No. So, I've, yeah, it's interesting. Um, also, if I do get out and exercise, I found that uh, um, back when I was a massively passionate bike rider, I would go. You know, if I even if I was sick, I'd get my bike ride in and. While I was exercising, um, now I followed the rule. If it was a, a head, uh-huh. a neck, and above, fine. I go out and exercise. And while I was exercising, while I, all with all that adrenaline was flowing and everything, I would feel great, hmm. and the the nose would clear up, and I'd feel much better. And then as soon as I would stop, the symptoms would come back. So I always just kind of um, I. I was always found that interesting and wanted to you know okay how could I uh, recreate that environment all day, you mm-hmm. know, and just, you know, so it's one reason to try to stay active, um, or if, or just try to get a good night's sleep, mm-hmm. um, do what you got to do. Um, just to, even if it means taking a cold remedy, um, just to get yourself, uh, sleeping and then yeah. it, it, you'll go a long way to feeling better. Definitely. That I'm, you know, I try to not do too much things like ibuprofen or medicine type stuff for colds, but when it's, when you can't sleep, that's when it's time to do that stuff because you have to sleep. You really do it. So it's worth some some medicine if it helps you get some sleep for sure. Yes. And then um, finally, uh, if, um, if you are not feeling well and spewing germs, uh, don't go to work. Don't go to school. Yeah. Just stay home because then you're, all you're going to do is get everybody else sick. And then suddenly half the class is sick and staying out and, <laughs> and then everybody misses school anyway. So if you're sick, stay home. Yes. All right, cool. So yeah. that, that was a good that was a good thing, a good, good. deal. So um, 
I was cleaning out my wife's car. Uh, yeah, the, uh, just last week, um, she got a little fender bender, somebody else's mm-hmm. fault. So it's nice cause we didn't have to pay for it. But bottom line, I had to clean out the entire trunk so it could be in the shop cause they had to take off the quarter panel, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, so I'm cleaning this the thing out and there's a few bins of stuff and everything. And, you know, some stuff belongs there, like the jumper cables and whatever. But, um, I pull out this one little basket of stuff and in it was, um, our daughter's iPhone watch. What do they call it? Apple Watch? Apple Watch. Apple Watch. The thing that she just could not oh boy. <laughs> live without a year ago. I think we probably talked talk about this. I mean, you know, all my friends yeah. have a, a Apple Watch. I can't. It's it's I feel, you know, it's it's they look at me because I don't have one. Mm-hmm. And and she literally could not live without this thing, right? <laughs> That's been sitting in the trunk of mom's oh, car no. for Gosh. at least nine months. Oh my goodness. So, <laughs> So, um, and so, yeah, we're going to talk about maybe why you shouldn't overindulge your child, um, you know, um, giving your child every single thing they ask for. Sure. It's fun to buy your child gifts. You know, we all, as a parent, you want your child to feel good Mm -hmm. and feel happy and feel rewarded, but to, to, to go over the top and give them everything they want, mm-hmm. huge, huge birthday parties, um, whatever, every piece of electronics they ask, ask for, um, I, probably isn't the most healthy way of raising a child. Yes, it's it's a very, it's a thing to definitely keep in balance. And I've, I've, if I look back at my parenting, I can definitely see times when I, I fell into some some of these things we're going to talk about, and it's it's something to stay mindful of. And every family is going to have a different dynamic and. You know, you got to do what fits well with your family and your kids and your situation. But I definitely think in this kind of in this current culture, it can be really easy to do and not even really realize it. Sure. And there's there's a few different types. I mean, it's not just giving your children too much. It's not just buying them stuff. It's also doing too much for them, kind of right. over, over you know, too much nurturing, right? Too much right. nurturing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it just you know that that also can take a, a toll. Um, and then also kind of. Not having enough structure, just kind of giving them too much freedom can also um, hinder a lot. It can be mm-hmm. counterproductive for sure. But sure. there's, you know, there's reasons we do this. There's reasons we kind of fall into this. Um, yeah, a lot of it probably has to do with parental guilt. Mm-hmm. You know, I think um, if, especially if both parents work or if it's a split family mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, um, you, who, yeah, I will. I'll for sure own that. I know, like my, I got divorced about five years ago, and I know those first couple years, it was like, you know, I, I, it was kind of in hindsight. I looked back and I thought, gosh, I really have let some bad habits sneak in to my parenting. But it was almost because, like, I didn't want to disrupt them more. It's like I just when they were happy, I just wanted them to stay happy. And so mm-hmm. if that meant kind of relaxing on the rules or kind of splurging extra. Um, that was great. And and some of that, to a certain extent, is correct. But I, I can look back and, th- and see that it was out of balance a bit. I was too compliant. I was a little over too overindulgent because I was trying to make up for this hard situation that they were having to go through. Right. Um, yeah, but- and if you say, you know, if you say no to the hoverboard or the Apple Watch or whatever, mm-hmm. You know, many times the other house, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, dad will say yes. Yeah, you know, and, and then, then now, 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 that's, now that's, that's a trend. A, you yes. know, and and yes. the old, the old, you know, traditional family. That's one I think very good um, dynamic of that is is you know, mom says no. Sure, they go ask dad, but dad, dad says no. Yeah. dad says no, mm-hmm. and then the child learns um, that they can. They oh wow, I. I didn't get the Apple Watch and I'm still alive. Yeah, I'm, I'm still here. Still just My as head happy. didn't it's explode. Been, right. You know, it's been a week and hey, I'm I'm fine, you know, as opposed yeah. to well, if mommy doesn't do it, dad will do it and vice versa. And then parents start to compete, you know, consciously and subconsciously. Mm-hmm. Just uh, and and suddenly a child's getting every single thing they're asking for and um and I just see that, that that is a great way to make your child miserable. It really um, is. In, they, in the mo- it's one of those things that's like in the moment they might be happy and right. it might relieve your stress or your, your your sense of guilt, but in the long run it's it's really doing the opposite. So um, you know, some some calibration, some re kind of restructuring. It um, is really good, and especially you know we're we're in 
we're about to get into October, so we're heading into those festivity times. We've got Halloween, Thanksgiving, yeah. Christmas, all these fun things coming up. Um, so this is great to have on our radar now as we kind of head into a lot of the mm-hmm. celebration time that can come with it, overindulgence. Um, and what's yeah. great is if you if you don't operate in the overindulging on a regular basis, when you do, it's like amazing. It's like, oh, we get yep. to splurge. Right. Then it's exciting. It's- and they actually really enjoy the splurge versus having it just be another any old day. Right, right, exactly. You know, um, I think one, we kind of touched on this, but one of the reasons why overindulging children is not healthy is that they don't get to learn. Kids kids can learn that they they can live without most things, mm-hmm. okay? If, you know, they don't, if they don't have every single gadget, they, they get to see, okay, well, yeah, I wanted that last week, but, eh, you know, now it's maybe not as important and I'm, you know, instead of that $300 got spent on the thing and that just sits on the shelf now, um, they get to learn that, oh, hey, life goes on and, and I'm just as happy. You know, mm-hmm. they, they, they learn that they can be happy without, and I'm not saying all things, most things, mm-hmm. you know, and things aren't make, what make you happy. It's, it's how, you, how you respond to having those things yeah. is what can make you happy. Yeah, so. it's and if we're sending their kids a message that we want to make them happy by buying them things, then that's that's what they're going to move into when they start functioning on their own. They're going to buy themselves things when they are unhappy, mm-hmm. and it's it kind of sets them up for um, for that later on in life. And also, you know, kind of a good good thing is if sometimes I'm not sure, sometimes it's hard. It's like, gosh, you know, they they really want this. I do see a lot of their friends having it. So that doesn't mean they automatically get it, but that's a clue to like, oh, okay, this is something that many of their peers have. Now you got to fact check that because they will for sure say that all their friends have it if they want it. So fact check that. Um, But it's sometimes hard for the parents to know, like, is this something I should splurge or not? Like, should I say yes or no? And so one thing I started to do is at least delay, like delay gratification. Have a a little cooling off period. Mm -hmm. So you're like, okay, you know what? If this is something you want, let's start saving up for it. By the end of the month, you'll you'll have saved half and then I'll do the other half and we'll get it. And by the time we get there, they've often changed their mind because they've saved, oh, I have 50 bucks now. Is this really how I want to spend it? (laughs) Yes, and yeah, and so many of their 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 wants. It's a it's a, a short term. You know, they see the neighbor got the hoverboard, and oh, I need one now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, sure, it'd be nice to, if you had a hoverboard. You'd be out riding with your with them with your hoverboard right now. But you know, if you have to, if you're even if it's just being made to wait a day or two. Yeah. Um, just to be sure, is this really how you want to spend your money? Because you know, two days later, now your other friend has a um, electric scooter. Right, electric scooter. <laughs> oh, you want that instead? You uh-huh. know, and and uh, you know, if you if you're always chasing what everybody else has, you're, you're never gonna be satisfied. You're mm-hmm. never gonna be happy. Um, you know, and you know those couple of days uh, without the hoverboard. Uh, sure, if you're out there and your fa- some of your friends are riding the hoverboard, the other the kids that don't have one are chasing them around. Mm-hmm. And sure, it's possible in two or three days later you'll want the hoverboard even more, and you'll appreciate it. Yeah, then that's you know? a clue that it's a real like a a desire that's worth wor- working towards getting what you want. Um, and I. Another thing I started to do is I I noticed when I was my kids were kind of just getting too much stuff they weren't taking care of it yes and that's what drives me crazy oh, we go yeah. shopping for clothes and you know sometimes they like they really need clothes but then I see them laying on the floor or I see like s- stuff so I've been saying more recently I've been saying you know if you're gonna before you even ask me for anything new like new clothes. Mm-hmm. If I go into your room and I see your room is a mess with all your clothes over all over the place, I'm not going to get you new clothes. Show me you can take care of what you have already, and then we'll talk about adding more. Right. So that that kind of helps them step it up because, first of all, it, it's, it makes sense, right? Take care of what you have. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Be a right. good steward of what you have, then you'll be entrusted with more. Um, and also, again, it, that buys some time to make sure they, they really want what they're asking for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm still bitter about the iPhone. <laughs> the, <laughs> no, I can no, tell. the Apple Watch. The I don't Apple know why Watch. I'm calling it Apple. Yeah. Um, we knew. I mean, we just yeah. knew. Uh, you know why? Why do you want the Apple Watch? Oh, uh-huh. because of this, this, and this, and this. Uh, no, I, yeah. you know, just the parental wisdom told me that she's probably not going to use it very much. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, um, if you get one, get a black one. 
so that I could eventually <laughs> use it. Nope, nope. Has to be the pink. Oh, boy. Has to be the rose gold <laughs> pink. Jam. And um, so one of these days you'll see me come in <laughs> here. Sure. Hey, I look a, great a in pink. pink. <laughs> a pink Apple Watch. No, it's true. I mean, I fall into this too. Like, it, it, it really is. It, I've, I've done the same thing. So it's a, good, it's a good reminder to me when I think of, you know, I have my own Apple Watch moments where it's like, oh, yeah, I totally splurge should not have gotten that to my for my child because now it's sitting in the garage stuff like that but it's good to refer back to you know remember oh, when yeah. you wanted that apple watch right <laughs> the next time she you know wanted yeah. something big like that well where's your where's your apple watch you, uh, you should wrap up the apple watch for christmas <laughs> i could just give it to her again <laughs> hey, or, or give it to myself <laughs> remember how much you wanted this hey. yeah wow cool hey, i should do that <laughs> I'm, I'm so mad. Do that. Maybe not a good way to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But. So, oh boy, but um, it, it just it's uh, I've I've just noticed over and over kids that do get all this stuff they it, they start to link their happiness and their sense of self worth with having stuff, mm-hmm. and that's just not that's not healthy, you know, yeah. because that stuff can go away. You know, they may, uh, yeah, as they grow up, uh, not have the the means to buy all the stuff. And does that mean they're going to be unhappy? No, but you know, and people can be happy, you know, regardless of their income. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think back. I think back to when I was a student and stuff, with not a ton of bills <laughs> and responsibilities, and you know, my paycheck was pretty darn tiny. I was probably happier. Yeah. Then, um, certainly less stressed, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and, and there was not a lot of uh, material goods, you yeah. know, and, and um, I I I do uh, appreciate how my parents um, raised me in that. I did not get a lot of stuff. Yeah, and, same here. You know, I, I got some stuff and mm-hmm. some great. You know, I, I remember getting a a bike here and there and some. You know, a little tape recorder or whatever. Yeah. But I, there was a lot of stuff that I saw my friends have. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I wish I could have that. <laughs> and my parent, you know, my mom, well, well yeah, you probably just, you can play with it when you go over to their house, mm-hmm. you know, and I appreciate it way more. You know, I go over to their house. Hey, hey, can we, can we play with the, let's play with the Atari or whatever it mm-hmm. was, you know? And, and, and of course they're like, they don't care about it because yeah, they're there it's, all the time. It's been, but, yeah, you know, for, they're like, oh, okay, no, it's so. true. I mean, I, you, there, there was eight of us. So that, that made it a little easier to not, you can't overindulge eight children, Mostly. So we, we definitely lived frugally. But my mom did a really great job of keeping that in balance. We always had what we needed. We really did. And we got it. We got a lot. We got some of what we wanted. But it was stuff like bikes and mm-hmm. experiences and yeah. stuff that really had a high value to it. Yeah. There was very few kind of commercially um, fad type things that we got. Yeah, right. And those bikes were important, at least when I was where we lived, because that's kids got around on their mm-hmm. bikes mm-hmm. and so it was <laughs> the parents if they didn't buy me a bike they would have had to drive me <laughs> to yeah. friends houses but um you talked about you know we've been talking mostly about just uh material things but mm-hmm. we all you hit on nurturing mm-hmm. uh, over nurturing or not having enough discipline to you know too much of a soft structure in their in those kids lives and that's kind of a, a, a another a- aspect of overindulging and we just know um Research does show, uh, you know, uh, when kids uh, have a lack of discipline, it essentially teaches the kids that they don't have to follow the rules, mm-hmm. right? And that's that's not good. You know, right. when rules are not enforced, they start to believe, hey, the rules don't even apply to them, they're above the rules, and then uh, they start to think they're more special than everybody else, mm-hmm. and and that's not a healthy way to live. I saw a, a really cool saying. I'm going to mess this up. I, I know I saved that. Do you have anything to say? Um, you can talk while I look this up. But um, I think one of the things um, that I see a lot around us is discontentment. I think that is very much a big part of our culture, so much so that we, I think we all operate with a sense of discontentment and maybe not even realize it. And this really kind of is the long-term effect of overindulging is that we just, we kind of don't feel quite content because we need that next thing. And when we mm-hmm. can kind of find that that comfort, that feeling okay, that being comfortable in your skin, when that's not connected with something outside, something you're getting, um, that helps your that just that helps you be able to find your joy and find your your sense of kind of get up in the morning and a sense of purpose for the day is not 
to get up and play with that thing. Right. It's not to get up and get that thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> right, and I right. see this in my son big time. I don't know why my youngest is, he's the youngest, probably the one I've probably spoiled the most. And when he, when there's something he wants to order and he, he has to kind of, we have a process because he is my first child who get, who can get on and order stuff on Amazon prime. <laughs> now he needs my code. So we can't just order stuff on his own, but that's his thing. He will work for days to then be able to order something. So if it's the day he can order it, he wakes up, he's like, okay, mom, let's, let's order it. He's so excited. Like that's his purpose for the day. So I have to really be careful that that doesn't turn into, um, kind of a constant because he could really, really, uh, get into the trap of a lot of discontentment. So Yes. And discontentment is one of the worst feelings. It really oh, is. Man. It's yeah. like, because it's it's a process to get out of it. Oh yeah, I mean it's that's a real yeah. It's it really, really tough because then often you you feel discontent. So what do you do? You you go shopping. You want to yeah. go shopping. I want to go buy something. Make uh-huh. me feel good. And then it doesn't work. And then you start looking. Okay, what mm-hmm. else? What what else can I do? And but um, you kind of yeah, have but, to go through some discomfort to get out of there. It's yes. not a mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I, okay. The I didn't find the saying, but it, it's something like um, uh, teaching your kids to be to have confidence isn't about isn't teaching isn't about teaching them that they're better than everybody mm-hmm. else. It's more about teaching them that they don't need to compare themselves with anybody else. I like you know, that. I think some, you yeah. know, I think that's a good thing. You know, because uh, nobody's more special than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Nobody's better than anybody else. But uh, um, yeah, little Johnny over there has maybe three I- Apple watches, and you only have one. <laughs> eh, you don't. You don't have to compare yourself. Yes. And uh, so, anyways, we know research shows that uh, when kids are overindulged. Um, they, when they, uh, when they're adults, they have just, they're essentially discontent. They're not mm-hmm. content with what they have. And, uh, you know, and we get to overeating and overspending and just chronic unhappiness and, and that's just not good. Mm-hmm. We don't, I don't want that for my kids at all. Nope. So, uh, teaching them to, uh, appreciate what they have, um, uh, um, earning, helping them to earn what they get. Um, yeah, the, uh. You know, I have a feeling had we, now that I think, I don't remember if the Apple Watch was a present. Did we make it a Christmas present? I don't remember. <laughs> but uh, a lot of this stuff we now, okay, she wants, she wanted a keyboard, right? Mm-hmm. To And it was, um, um, and so she got to spend some of her money on it. And I think that's just a, a big way of helping kids understand uh, the value Okay, yes. this thing. Oh wow, this uh, this it took me two and a half months to save up my allowance to buy this thing. Do I really wanna spend it on that? So, all right. So, uh, it's coming up on holiday season, and kids are going to be making the lists. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's funny. The list. I always want to make sure the kids understand. Okay, you're not going to get everything on your list. Yeah. You're don't, not making a list of things you know, you're going to get. This is not right. This is not the list of things. You know, this is some like uh, maybe a wish list, you uh-huh. know, and you can count on getting a couple of those things, but we're also going to get you the, some things that uh, as, that are going to be surprises. Mm-hmm. And uh, so and it's funny. I, I, I don't like making a list. I don't no. know why. For personally, you're like, hey, give us a list. Give us a list. I'm like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it just. Whenever somebody asks me for a list, I can't think of right. something. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, and then I then I then I, I think of stuff I need. Oh, I could use some socks, socks. And some underwear. <laughs> I'm missing. You know. Drive my wife crazy. She's like, what do you want for your birthday? I don't know. Yeah, I just want a surprise. I want <laughs> sort of yeah, surprise. right. I want something. I want to be surprised and go. Oh, cool! I didn't even know I, I wanted that it. thing. You know. And so, anyways. All right, so enough of the overindulging, and let's uh, we'll see how we do this holiday season. I'm sure the yeah. subject will come up again. I think before we before we wrap that up, I, I want to talk a little bit more about the the non material types of overindulging. I okay. think we we just we mentioned it briefly, but mm-hmm. kind of the the over nurturing. I think you mentioned if if you know the parent is is constantly doing everything for the child yes. instead of teaching the child how to do the things yes. right and oh I, yeah i think mm-hmm. that stems from a similar thing is we we struggle as parents to see our kids uncomfortable mm-hmm. we struggle seeing them struggle like it really for me i'm i my personality type i'm very deeply empathetic and so when i see somebody struggling it's like it's almost 
painful to step back and just let them work through it on their own. But it is important because, oh, yeah. like you said, if you jump in and just kind of fix it for them or, or help them too much, you're really robbing them of the experience that of them learning they can do it themselves and and allowing them to be uncomfortable. And that's what gives them that sense of reward once they've worked through it and done it, even if they haven't done it correctly or it didn't it didn't work that time. Then you're teaching them, oh, it didn't work this time, so we try again. And we try again and we try again. Um, With little kids, it can sometimes be frustrating when, you know, <laughs> yes. you try, put your toys away. Sometimes yeah. you just want to go and just clean up everything yourself. But the, the kid... If you take the extra time to work with the kid to help them put mm-hmm. stuff away, they they start to learn how to take care of their things, how to how to how to do things for themselves. Mm-hmm. Which early on, you know, might might take more time away from you as the parent, but over time, as they get older and more independent and and confident in their own abilities, it'll pay dividends down the road. Absolutely, it it definitely takes more time and patience to teach them instead of to do it for them. But, um, yeah, it kind of invest that time early on and, and you'll definitely see the rewards. I, I think, um, it's, it's hard. It's a hard one. I've definitely had to kind of find balance throughout my parenting mm-hmm. in that way too. Cause that's a definitely an easy trap to slip into just out of, you know, out of, um, all good intentions and all great parents, I think do that from time to time, but it's definitely something to be mindful of. Right, and, and I often try to to look at okay, what's the lesson mm-hmm. here? What are you know the child doesn't want to? Here's an example. <laughs> Just this morning, our daughter uh, youngest has a tennis match. It's a home tennis match. So, but the kids get uh, they get uh, dismissed just a little bit early. Um, they were all going to ride over in the in the team van, the school van, to the to the tennis courts and have lunch and then play. But our daughter asked she's like i don't want to ride in the van can can mom can you just come pick me up and drive me over there uh um which mom was going to come anyways but then they sit around for an hour and a half having lunch and warming up and so mom was going to be in the office with me um so she's like well i was going to come later just to when you start your game well no can you really just i don't want to have to ride in the van i'm like okay what's really going on here? What, what do you, are you not getting along with your, one of your teammates mm-hmm. and well it turns out she just if she has to go in the school van, um, she ha- has to have her tennis racket at school with her, and she doesn't know what she. It won't fit in her locker, and she just doesn't want to have to carry around her tennis racket. I'm like, okay, wait. So, because you don't want to take your tennis racket to school, that means mom has to leave the office early <laughs> and oh boy. drive you to the drive you for five minutes. So, I don't know. Um, so we, maybe a better way to deal with that situation would have been, well, let's talk about options for what to do with your tennis racket. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe there's, maybe you can keep it at the school office or the, maybe find your coach. Maybe your coach, you'll, maybe all the, t- the whole team can keep their tennis rackets together. Yeah. So, you know, what are, what are the, all the other girls doing? Mm-hmm. Are they carrying their tennis rackets around? Cause, uh, there are a lot of people, are, kids are playing tennis anyway. So. Things like that happen a lot where the kid's asking for something. You as a parent might think it's kind of out of the blue. Like, why are you asking yeah, for that? It doesn't even make sense. Yeah, yeah. but th- th- take the time to have a conversation. And this is where open communication is so important, where, where you get to the root of the issue and mm-hmm. find out exactly what's going on. Yeah. yeah, I was worried that she was having drama yeah. With, yeah. with some of the other girls on the team, which, believe me, is was probably <laughs> more likely yeah. than her not wanting to just have to lug her tennis racket around. But sometimes the, it's the, a simple day, solve. But, yeah. If, so, if you be anyways, curious. so maybe okay. if she took up ping pong, then <laughs> it could fit in her backpack, <laughs> which um, is awesome. <laughs> so, all right. So enough of that. The uh, just be good parents out there. <laughs> be good parents. <laughs> and, That's our new slogan. Be good parents. Be good parents. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's interesting though. Sometimes parents, you know, the kids will ask something that seems ridiculous to one of the parents, and the parents will just snap. No, I'm no. not doing that. You know, without finding out, well, what's the, you know, that sounds like an odd request. What's mm-hmm. the real reason? And uh, and you, you, you'll never know what you'll uncover. Yep. So, all right. So I uh, would love to hear your stories of how you deal with uh, when your kids want uh, <laughs> that new hundreds of, do- hundred do- hundreds of dollars of electronics or whatever, or the new skateboard or hoverboard or scooter 
or whatever. So uh, yes, d- tell us uh, how you guys deal with that, and you can reach out to us on our Instagrams, Doctor Sears Family Podcast, or um, uh, the Facebooks. Same Doctor Sears mm-hmm. Family Podcast, or you can just email us at the uh, through the links at uh, askdrsears.com slash podcast. And that music is telling me that it is a mom-to-mom moment. Yes. Okay, so we've been talking about, uh, we mentioned the holidays, and yes, it's just October. However, Christmas is right around the corner, and I'm pretty sure I, I said this last year, but if you can plan ahead, parents, and think of what your family, what your kids would want for gifts and start doing that now and get your prep done prior to the holiday season. Oh, man. oh you will feel so good. <laughs> and I'm saying this out loud because I am committed to doing that this year. I did not do it so well last year. Um, and I know that come December 1st, if I have most of my gifts bought and the prep done, I enjoy the season so much more and my whole whole family does it can be more about connecting and celebrating together um i just really don't like to go into stores in december that's kind of my thing so get that done now anything your kids ask for can now be put on their christmas list Mm -hmm. so (laughs) that that can be a step in the direction of less overindulgence we were in costco last night and uh Jessica saw something. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Oh, good. That's a good price on those things." I'm like, in my mental, I pulled out my phone, like, put on. I made it. I started yeah. a list. Good. Every, list every husband, over. father should have a list on their phone of things yeah. that, that they, they mentioned. Yeah. Oh, Take yeah. A picture because you can collect that list all year long. Oh, I do. Uh-huh. I have a running list Sorry. for, for birthdays great. or for Christmas. So I know. I, I say <laughs> this every year too, and I've only done it once, and it was an awesome year. But yeah, to try to get my mm-hmm. shopping done early so yes. I can actually enjoy some eggnog mm-hmm. and some holiday cheer and all that kind of stuff. Some Christmas carols. Yes. It's so. been a long time since I've gone Christmas caroling with warm I cider. Know. We, should we, should, do that. we should do that live on the podcast. Yes. Christmas caroling Ooh, podcast. Take, take it around your neighborhood. <laughs> the microphone. This In the Carol. middle of the day, people are <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? doing? <laughs> yeah, cool. All right. Well, excellent. That brings us to the end of another episode. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody out there. And do send us your messages and your comments and tell us what you want to hear about. Ask us questions. Um, I get a lot of questions asking if I can ask a question. <laughs> just so that, yeah. You, yes, you just, can. Just, just ask out, it. Just don't even ask if you can ask. Just ask. Yeah. And, um, and it's much more, it's much easier to use. So um, for all of us here, uh, Matthew and Hayden and myself, Dr. Jim Sears, We will see you guys next time on the Dr. Sears Family Podcast.